Good afternoon and thank you for joining me again for Business, The Law and You. Julian Campbell here. We've got another interesting show lined up for you this week. A bit later in the program, we'll have a look at a Harvard Business Review tip. This particular one, get your employees on board with new technologies. These technologies are always changing, aren't they? And we need to make sure that they can be used properly. We're also going to be looking at three cornerstones on innovation. But right now, we're going to have a chat with Rani Ganda, from, who's a partner with Turnbull Hill Lawyers. We're going to talk about a business health check. Good afternoon, Rani. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us again. So uh, business health check, we're going to look at that over the next few weeks. Uh, the first part, um, I believe you need to, to review your stakeholders. Yes, I think uh, once your business is up and running, it's important to constantly be checking in and having a look to check it's, it's you, you are growing and you are where you want to go. So you, your usual stakeholders are your customers, your suppliers, your financiers, your employees, and you're asking the question of are all of the above, are they the right fit? Um, also, have you recently engaged with them? Have you spoken to your customers about how you're going and, and whether you're meeting their expectations? So it's obviously very important to keep, keep talking to your customers, isn't it? Absolutely. They're the ones that are going to use you and they can give you amazing feedback on your service. And I suppose that a lot of people, uh, we just go on, you know, business same old, same old without uh, stopping and looking at maybe some of our suppliers and some of our uh, customers. And the key thing is, Julian, is, is you can't get complacent. Um, and you also sometimes contacting your clients shows that, that you've got gratitude for having them. And if there's something extra you could be doing for them, it, it stops them going somewhere else. Yeah. So, so uh, when we first set up a business, we obviously used some sort of business structure. I suppose it's important to keep checking to see whether we're still using the right business structure. Absolutely, because businesses grow and they change. So what you'd be looking at is, do I have a company? Do I need a company? Am I in a partnership? If so, should I have some kind of partnership agreement? Um, if you're operating through a trading trust, sometimes they can be problematic. So again, just looking at that. Also making sure that with all the hard work you do, that you get the best text tax outcomes and that can depend on what structure you operate your business from. Yes, because each, each of the structures has different uh, tax advantages, don't they? Correct, yes. And, and do you find that uh, particularly with the, the partnership structure that a lot of people do not have good partnership agreements? I do. Uh, being part of a partnership, um, we have an agreement and it's great to have the rules and the expectations written down. So if ever down the track things weren't going so smoothly, you can always look back to what you intended to happen. And making an agreement when everything is rosy and happy is always better mm. than trying to come to agreement if things haven't gone as planned. Yes, because uh, I think from a, from a legal point of view, partnerships is, is one of the most dangerous structures really, isn't it, for, for small businesses? It is, but in some cases, it's either a necessity in oh, that sure. the law says you have to, or you're doing it anyway, so you may as well document it. All right. Well, well how do we look at where we're going? How important are, is it to keep setting goals for our business success? Um, you have to make sure, as a business owner, that you're not just 
in your business, but you're working on your business. So what that may involve is taking some time away from your business, being able to set aside, sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's a weekend, but but dedicated time to make sure that you've got a firm idea of what your goals are, what your strategies are. Um, I believe in, in setting strategies once a year, uh, sorry, setting goals once a year, and then having detailed strategy of how I'm going to achieve those goals. I, I work better if I've got a time frame and a deadline. Um, and as I said, making sure that my, my business is heading in the right direction. So, so when, when we're talking about working on a business, we're talking about there um, looking at that future direction, maybe doing a business plan rather than just doing the day-to-day things that, that involve all your time. Yeah, so you, you generally can start with something called a SWOT, which mm. is your strengths, your weakness, your opportunity, your threats. That sort of gives you an indication of where you're at, and then you can look at what you need to do to move your business forward. And I suppose one of the other things that you would look at when you're looking at goals is, is, is KPIs and, and indication back as to whether those goals are being achieved or not. Yes, it's a, it's, I mean, if you don't have something to measure against, it's really hard to know where you're headed. So we're in control of a business, or we hope we're in control of business. What do we need to look at with regards to controlling our business? I think with it, um, what I look at is, am I being proactive or am I being reactive? Am I proactive in my marketplace um, or am I waiting for things to happen and then seeing if I can adjust? Um, you need to be looking at your team, um, make sure that you're in control of your business, you know what is happening in your team, you're getting the best outcome um, from your team, and you also need to be aware of any is- issues either in your business or that may be affecting your business. So, again, identifying some of the issues and having control over those issues to the extent you can um, should be something you're regularly doing. And uh, you've mentioned there that getting the best out of your team and, and previously we talked about having those those goals and direction for the business. Important to share that with the team, isn't it? Absolutely. I, I find with business owners... Um, the number one issue can often be staffing, either not the right team or an issue within the team. Um, unfortunately, you can get some toxic people in a team, so, but you can also get some absolute superstars. So it, it, it's about controlling that and knowing what you have and making sure that you're, you're growing it. And whilst we're looking at that team, we need to look, of course, at ourselves as a person. Um, how important is that important to, re- to review? Well, Julian, we've just had the Are You OK day, yeah. and I think it is important. Um, being a business owner can be isolating um, because you may be surrounded by good people, but they are your team, so what you can share and communicate with them sometimes is limited. Um, and it's also a very stressful thing to own and operate a business. So, again, the health check would be about do you have a support network? Are you handling your stress? Are you taking care of yourself? Now, for some people, that may be eating well and exercise. For others, it may just be having someone that they can talk to or a mentor. Um, But part of a good health check is if I'm okay, I know that my team is going to be okay. And I suppose one of the other things we have to look at is are we overworking because there's too many people in small business that just work and work and work and and have no time for uh, relaxation or recreation. 
Yes, and then and then what happens is um, the but classic case of burnout. Burnout, yeah, or yeah. Or, or worse, or worse. Yes, <laughs> health <absolutely>. issues. <laughs> well, thanks yeah. very much for your time, Rani. We'll have a look at part two next month. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Rani Gandhi there from. Turnbull Hill lawyers, those important things that we just don't do, isn't it, in small business? We don't often look at um, how our business is going and we just uh, assume that it's all going well. We should have those regular checks. And you're listening to Business, The Law and You on 2NURFM. Christina's just texted me to say she's up in the air in an aeroplane, so she can't talk to us today. So I um, quickly had a look for an interesting article, and this one from Dr. Amantha Imba who is with the Innovation Formula, has this great article on the three cornerstones of innovation. And it sort of sums up the things that we talk about with Christina, so I thought it would fit in quite nicely. Innovation has moved from being a buzzword favoured by senior managers to becoming a cost of entry for many businesses. Indeed, the difference between a company that embraces innovation and one that turns a blind eye is often the difference between success and failure. Australia's most innovative companies share three common attributes. The first one is that customers are at the heart of innovation. Many customers have false belief that innovation starts with an idea. Truly innovative companies understand that it actually springs from the customer. Employees in Australia's most innovative companies are obsessed with understanding the customer and discovering their biggest frustrations. These frustrations provide a focus for innovation because if companies can solve customers' problems, they will receive both loyalty and monetary return. And uh, some of these innovative uh, companies have an innovative champion and these, these champions are active in observing and speaking to customers in order to really understand their biggest pain points and then they also focus the team's efforts around solving a problem that actually matters. So that's the first point. Customers are at the heart of innovation. The second one, senior leaders walk the talk. A highly innovative company, the leaders uh, see innovation as their job. They actively go out and speak to customers, generate ideas and experiment. In contrast to the less innovative companies where senior leaders actually see their role as simply delegating innovation. Australia's most innovative companies are filled with leaders who do innovation. They don't just talk about it or pay lip service to it, they actually walk the talk. And one particular company has innovation within their KPIs. So they're actually measured on how innovative their company is being. And then the third one, they carve out time for innovation. Innovation doesn't just happen because a CEO announces it is an organisation's priority. As obvious as this may sound, many organisations fail to innovate because they don't free up time for staff members to work on ideas. Australia's most innovative companies deliberately allocate time for innovation to those who want to pursue it. And probably one of the classic examples is Google, where they allow 20% of of staff's time to pursue innovation rather than getting on and doing their actual job. So... um, and other organisations actually have full-time innovation positions in, the, in their jobs. 
So they become involved in unlocking customers' frustrations, which lead to ideation sessions and running experiments. And the point made here in this particular article is that organisations that embrace all three behaviours are significantly more likely to be producing successful innovations to market. For companies that haven't taken on these strategies, it may take time to rethink how their approach to innovation. And sometimes, of course, it might even lead to a business falling out of the marketplace if it's not innovating properly. So some interesting points there. It tends to back up what we talk about with Christina. And hopefully she'll be back with us next week. You're listening to Business, The Law and You on 2NURFM. Time for our Harvard Business Review tip. Today one is get your employees on board with new technologies. And we're constantly seeing these new technologies. Look at what Apple did last week. Another phone and another watch. Bringing new technology and tools into your organisation can increase productivity, boost sales and help you make faster decisions. But getting every employee on board is often a challenge. So first, state your case. You want to put forth a compelling vision for what the technology is and what it's going to do. Help employees to understand what's in it for them. Will the new system help salespeople meet their quotas faster? Will it increase productivity and reduce weekend work? The best argument for a new technology is that it will make your life better. After pointing out the benefits, you can focus on training employees. You want to customise training, so might prefer an online training session, while others might need an in more individual support and lead by example. Show that you're investing time in learning the new system and empathise with your team about the challenges you're all facing. Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the programme. We've looked at uh, a business health check for your business and the uh, cornerstone of innovation. In a moment, Sarah Farley Adams will be back with you with more of your easy listening favourites. Next week, we're going to talk about effective videos for your business with Chad Shuttleworth. Very interesting guy he is. He's got some very in- good comments to make. And we'll have that minute with innovation with Christina, hopefully back on the ground, and some more business and legal news and views that might affect your business. I'd love your company again for Business, The Law and You at the same time next week. Until then, have an exciting and prosperous week. And as Jim Rowan once said, successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>